0: I'm Anna Webb, welcome to A Dog's Life. Hey Mr. Binks. You know we've heard about so many people rushing out to get puppies through the lockdown. And you know how some of those people may not have totally thought it through. And this is, of course, causing a massive crisis on a number of levels. But guess what? It's not all bad news. And we're about to jump on Zoom now and talk to Paul and Maya Hilton about their pandemic puppy and its success. Hello Paul, hello Maya. Hello Anna. Hello Anna. Hello there. It's so kind of you both to join a dog's life today. Pleasure. Because I've known Paul Hilton for well about 11 years. (laughs) Isn't that right Paul? Ever since really the Barking Hour began to air on BBC Radio London.
1: Yes the momentum that created on air with with listeners was extraordinary and um, yes I mean I was I can't Claimed to be a part of it at the beginning, but obviously as, as time went on, uh, we started to do outside broadcasts from just outside our studios in the piazza um, here at Broadcasting House, and then you guys were at Crux on a couple of occasions. So my involvement there was to make promos for uh, the events, and, and then also to studio engineer your outside broadcasts and um, the uh, the piazza outside broadcast as well. So I was. Uh, I mean, we're a very small community at Radio London, uh, and so obviously we, we we all know what's going on with each with each other. So it was um, it was a, a great part of it.
0: Well, yes, and it it still continues, of course, but it is amazing how a dog slot really barked through the airwaves, really. And it's something I think to be awfully proud of, really. It's a one-off, that's for sure. Do you think, Paul, listening to the Barking Hour, you know, every week (laughs) for 11 years, maybe made you think, oh, you know what, I'd love to own a dog.
1: (laughs) Well, what it does is it, it gives you a sense that there are people out there like yourself and joe um who know what they're talking about and and so therefore worth listening to and if you obviously are um a little bit like me in the in the past a bit of a doubting thomas about owning a dog then you can be reassured uh, by listening to everything that you've got to say about whatever it matter it might be um and also joe's enthusiasm and and uh You know, looking at her vlog, her weekly vlog as well, and seeing how much joy that brings to her having Matilda around Um, and you yourself talking about the dogs you've in your life. Um, So I'd say that that in itself is um, a resource that's uh, invaluable.
0: Wow, gosh, well, thank you, gosh, that's um, very kind of you to say. I do think we began the show at the right time, you know, over a decade ago, and in that time, really, dogs have soared from being super mega popular already to dizzying heights, not least, of course, through, through lockdown for very different reasons. And, you know, why I'm so keen to chat with, with you both, Maya is your wife, is that I was honoured. To help you on your quest to find the perfect puppy in lockdown, which many people might think, oh my God, you know, red alert, <laughs> only because there have been so many tragic stories of puppies being taken on without proper thought, then being resold online like a Hoover at extortionate prices and, you know, being shoved from pillar to post. But what's so exciting about your story, and I'm so proud, is that it's Oh, being such a success, I think. And I'd love now to just, like, go to Maya for a second and you can, like, summarise a little black and white puppy that's hopefully sitting calmly by your feet.
2: Well, I don't know about Kyle's time for his walk, so uh, <laughs> he's uh, by my feet uh, pulling at a toy. No, it's like uh, the uh, experience was invaluable uh, and it's like uh, persuading Paul uh, that we uh, can be family for a dog and that we can have another member of a family uh, was uh, due to barking hour and uh, thanks to you, uh, Anna in particular, um, because it's like, um, there are responsible people and they wanna make sure that uh, they provide for dog everything the dog needs, and also uh, enrich their lives. Um, and uh, with Paul, uh, who was not a dog person, who hasn't had a dog uh, as a child, it was a big step um, of uh, so many questions. Uh, and therefore, uh, having the right breed uh, was very important uh, to us to make sure that the dog will really fit uh, in the family. Uh, and that's where your help was uh, really, really good in talking about pros and cons of different breeds. And what do we want out of a dog? How do we envisage uh, our life with the dog? Uh, so that it all works out in, well in the
0: end. Yes, well, I always say it's all about choosing the right dog for your lifestyle and and your experience so you're not setting yourselves up, really, to fail. So w- we went a- around the houses quite far, didn't we, in terms of breeds? And I know... Absolutely. um your daughter, Zara, is absolutely fabulous. It's so lovely to meet a young person as well who's got a great interest in, you know, in animal behavior, which I love. Zara really reminds me of myself <laughs> at that age, which I've, I've really enjoyed you know, experiencing as well. So it because way back, you know, I remember suggesting a show type Cocker Spaniel okay threw that into the mix as my preferred suggestion explain what happened from there Maya
2: first things that we uh, looked at was in terms of the size of the dog and uh, we thought that um, um, do- uh, Paul and the rest of the family wanted a larger dog uh, I was quite adamant that we need a medium-sized dog uh, because large dogs are you know you, you can't pick them up if you need to pick them up and uh, uh, Obviously, small dogs was out of everybody's uh, not not being doggy enough. Um, although uh, you know uh, there are some lovely uh, small dogs around, um, so uh, that that was the medium size. Um, then we wanted a dog that was uh, family friendly, uh, and uh, we kind of uh, liked the, the, the uh, gun Gundog uh, type of uh, dogs, and uh, Spaniels were obviously. Uh, Dog breed that was uh, there uh, uh, very high up and then it was looking uh, on the uh, amount of exercise a dog uh, will be required to do and obviously working spaniels are fantastically uh, happy but <laughs> they do require a lot more mental stimulation and uh, walking uh, for the dog uh, hence that's how spaniel uh, show type uh, got into the mix but we also had a throwback of uh, wanting dog for protection because in particularly my, uh, my daughter, Sarah, uh, she wanted uh, dogs for protection. So she was looking at Dobermans and <laughs> uh, uh, German Shepherds, if I uh, seem to remember. And they're lovely dogs, but they do require, <laughs> they're working breeds and they do require a lot of training and uh, right handling. And for having your first dog such a, a to have such a breed might be a bit irresponsible if you don't know how to
0: handle it. Absolutely.
2: It's also on a bigger size as well, Um, so um, it it, it did not tick um, uh, those uh, boxes. Um, So we did go uh, and consider quite a variety of uh, uh, breeds and, you know, my father had German Shepherd in the past and it was a lovely dog. But as I say, he was experienced dog handler. We are not. So um, and that's how we got back to um, Spaniel because it ticked all the boxes that we could possibly put.
0: Yes, yes. And the other aspect is that you have a cat. <laughs> so yes, that, I forgot that. <laughs> so that also, you know, kind of narrows your shortlist really, really. And, and of course, many, many puppies that are you know, or dogs in rescue. What I found over the years looking at dogs in rescue, the issue is hardly any of them are sound with cats. So if you do have a cat in your home that you love very much, then to bring um, a young adult in as a rescue could cause chaos and dreadful things could happen potentially to your cat. You know, they might just move out, you know, going, listen, it's been nice living here, but I think I'm going to find a place without um, a bouncy adult. Dog, so that's why it was quite important for us to find you a puppy that could then learn to respect the claw, as I always say, (laughs) or just ignore, (laughs) or just ignore. Ideally, absolutely. But you know how in lockdown there were so many puppies flooding the market from unscrupulous breeders. You know, online, these people saw the demand that was going on, and yeah, I understand why there was a demand because people would look at dog owners on Instagram and think oh gosh their lives are so happy they can go outside with their dog and I want that life and that sort of thing really promoted everyone wanting a dog and people are stuck indoors and it was companionship for children and so on but you didn't go that route again under my recommendation I guess we, we persevered didn't we Maya and Paul to go through an assured kennel club breeder.
2: Yes Um, It was uh, difficult, it it, it was very difficult finding uh, the right breeder and uh, it was important that uh, it was uh, Casey registered and that the puppies uh, were also registered. Um, It is um, also, you know, all the paperwork, you do need to actually interview the breeder and good breeder will interview you Uh, and um, breeder that uh, we got in touch with. Not only did he want to interview myself, he wanted to see the whole family. Uh, And uh, that that was the right thing to do. Uh, He wanted us to meet uh, his dog uh, before we uh, agreed that he was going to give us the puppy because it was actually his dog that chose us over another fella um, who uh, his dog didn't like. Um, And it does say something about... But you do have to get the connection with the dogs as well, that the right dog will choose you rather than you choose the dog.
0: Yes, absolutely. Paul, bringing you back in here now, you know, the first time you drove, was it Gloucestershire? You went, it was obviously when lockdown was eased. Was it Gloucestershire
1: or Bristol? Yeah, it was just, uh, yeah, between um, between Gloucester and, and Bristol. Yeah, Gloucestershire. Yeah.
0: yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what what did you think of it all? Because being a bit of a doubting Thomas, as you said earlier, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what, what were your thoughts driving down the motorway? <laughs>
1: well, I, I have to say, I mean, I, what Maya was describing, I, I found that quite extraordinary. Um, not... Coming from a you know a sort of dog-loving family background at all. Um, I've will state that I've got nothing against dogs, not 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 in my family. We're just you're just not used to this at all. So that part of it I, I just found extraordinary in as much as it became, like you say, like a two-way interview. Um, you know, you're you're interviewing the, the dog breeder to find out if they're you know a scrupulous type or not. But immediately I I I you know drew the conclusion that this this fellow was genuine because you know, he was absolutely adamant that he was um, he, he needed to know more about us, wanted to meet us, and he was regularly, you know, um, on the uh, on Facetime, whatever it was, you know, videoing, um, so we could see the dogs and he could see us, um, and, and that had never kind of crossed my mind at all about you know sussing out um, the breeder, whilst the breeder was also trying to suss out us. Uh, as to whether or not we were responsible or were going to be uh, responsible owners, so that that was a that was a huge kind of um, re- revelation to me. Um, but yes, on the way out to Gloss, I'm thinking, what on earth are we doing? You know, what 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 is this? About? All right, it's, it's 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 a journey out. But seriously, you know, we're we're not yet sort of collecting uh, the puppy. We're, we're going out there to sort of see it, if if you like. So um, yeah, it it was one of those kind of you know, hang on a minute, sort of moments. Um, what, what, what's the, What's this really about?
0: Yeah, 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 I can imagine. And that that feeling, I know, I had it when I went to collect Molly, my first miniature bull terrier, all those years ago up in Yorkshire. I went on the train and I was thinking, right, my life's never going to be the same ever again. I'm never going to have another lion. And this was this massive commitment, almost like, you know, I was preparing to have a baby. It was, um, <laughs> you know, like, oh no, this is it. But I wanted to do this, obviously. I mean, did you have any of that going on, like cold sweat? <laughs> not,
1: not, not, not not, to that degree but yes you, you're right it, it is an addition to the family and it's not you know so the cats have always been in, in my um, sort of younger life uh, in terms of where I grew up and my brothers and sisters all had cats um, but even, even going back to the stage where we uh, inherited um, our cat as it is now he, he was just sort of knocking around the area and then just sort of drew we, we drew him in um i was thinking then oh you know this, this this actually is this is a bit of a commitment as well um but the dog i mean that that's another level altogether In uh, as much as that you know a dog just doesn't come and go out of the cat flap
0: and, <laughs> and, and
1: climb over fences for the day and you know and go and sit on people's roofs um you know it, it's it is it, it is a serious you know commitment so that that that. I found that aspect very, very difficult to deal with. I have to admit, um, at the beginning, knowing that this was, you know, this was this was inevitable. This was a one-way journey. There was no no stopping it. Um, so that, yeah, th- that that level of commitment and and all the paraphernalia that kind of goes with it, um, as, as well. That that was yeah, that was a big step for me.
0: Yeah, I bet, because I kept sending my um, shopping lists. <laughs> right, you're yeah, going yes. off to pets at home, um, because it's all in the preparation, as they say, mm. isn't it?
1: Well let, well, let me just puff you up even more by saying that, you know, myself, I would not have been, I would have pushed back even harder had we, had I not had somebody like yourself to draw on in terms of experience and knowledge. And, um, you know, that, that was absolutely invaluable. And I say, that, that day where myself and Sarah came over to see you in Hackney, you know, the, my strategy there was to, to let Sarah just let it all out and just say, look, you know, this is what I'm thinking. These are the breeds. Aren't these gorgeous? Blah, blah, blah. Should we get a Doberman? Should we get two Doberman? Um, you know, <laughs> let, her, let her go, go at it. Um, and then, you, you know, you, you know, brilliantly just listened Uh, and then try to kind of draw her back in a bit. Um, But it it worked. You know, it it worked. So, you know, uh, again, from my point of view, um, I I would have been really, really nervous and apprehensive about owning a dog had we not, you know, in in my sort of privileged position here at Radio London, knowing you and knowing Joe Good as well, um, to be able to kind of, you know, draw on that, what what I kept selling you, to the uh, to the girls as you know th- th- this this on top draw you know you don't you know you don't come across people like like anna in everyday life she she's an absolute nailed on expert and, and, and listen to her so there
0: oh wow well. oh, i'm blushing oh <laughs> my
2: <laughs> also uh, what uh, would we would like to tell to listeners is that um this process of choosing the dog or actually just choosing the breed uh, was going on probably for about six months in our family uh, of conversations of uh, the pros and cons and uh, you know uh, trying to make the best decision. Um, so it is not a process that you can do over in an evening. You really, really need time for everybody to be on the same page. And it was important to us as a family that we were all on the same page because it is additional member of the family that you want to love, and cherish and uh, equally it, it needs to get on with all of uh, you and not just one person in the family um, although you know uh, somehow this dog has ended up uh, being uh, my dog uh, but uh, we all knew that uh, i was going to be looking mostly uh, after it uh, it's it, it, it is still dog uh, for whole family
0: Yes, absolutely. And on that note, Maya, you know, as kind of the main carer, because you're, you're at home mostly, you know, the girls are at school, Paul's up at Broadcasting House. You've named him Charlie, right, which I love. So how has Charlie just enriched your life, in one phrase, Maya?
2: Oh, he saved my sanity. Um, it's like, uh, like many other people, I was working in the office, uh, and we did have our long-term strategy to move uh, our office and work from home uh, before COVID. Uh, so COVID has brought this uh, a bit earlier uh, to uh, my company. So we have decided in September that this is now the permanent uh, work from home, uh, what we have. And it, you know, working from home has its benefits, but also uh, the drawbacks are big for people like myself and trying to get used to not going into the office. And uh, you can very easily end up uh, being in one room of your house for whole day. Um, So docked for me means that, you know, I will get my walk uh, before uh, work. Uh, So I will go out and that's your commute time. I just spend it nicely walking in the park, playing with the dog. I will also take lunch time because my dog needs to go take out and I might even go even after work for uh, another short walk Uh, so for me this is absolutely mental health benefit number one of getting me out of the house
0: it's brilliant isn't it I mean you've joined the club because I always like to say right that dogs are a social network without being on social media (laughs)
2: Absolutely, you get to know all the dogs uh, in the area because you inevitably uh, walk them in in the same park uh, and uh, getting to know which dogs you get on uh, the best uh, and uh, which dogs uh, might not be uh, the the best of friends. Um, But it it is a source of instant connection with people where you can talk about uh, dogs Um, we ended up um, going just before New Year, uh, we had to go to opticians uh, and we were all there. So because the puppy was still small, we did it in, uh, you know, two people outside waiting with the puppy and two people inside. Um, And uh, when the people in the uh, uh, opticians saw us with the puppy, they said, oh, no, please do come in. It's like we love dogs. And people started talking about their dogs because it was common area that you know everybody needs to talk about something and it's a subject that anybody has a dog or knows of a dog and it just draws people together
0: yes it really does well they're icebreakers and you're right a conversation point which i i just love but with zara being such a you know keen animal trainer really isn't she your daughter who's very excited about pursuing this in in the future you know this this must have been great in the home in terms of charlie's early training
2: so Sada has um, really you know uh, she 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 loves dog psychology and she's been reading books on uh, training and uh, how to uh, best set up the training for dogs uh, so it's like, um, it's area for her just to immerse herself and uh, she just loves it. And actually it is Laura also who, who uh, <laughs> has taught uh, Charlie quite a few tricks uh, on her own. Um, so it's like uh, rubbing up uh, in the family. Also, uh, it, it does get children out uh, and now that they've been in the lockdown, uh, they do need to go out.
0: Yes, and it builds confidence training a dog. I used to love it as a child, well, and as a grown-up. You know, Paul, have you had a go at training Charlie?
1: Not not directly, no. I, I've sort of taken a, a sort of step back from that, because I think I, I knew that, um, obviously, Sarah was, was initially the one who was so into this uh, and and really wanted to play her part in in the training. And obviously Maya is kind of, um, like I said, the the sort of Uber owner, if you like. Um, So I just think, well, okay. I mean, when we go out, you know, I'll I'll try and call him back and sort of play with him and and, and stuff. But uh, I haven't yet sort of taken up any of the sort of formal training of it. It it has to come really, because realistically, if if we're all going to be able to take him out, uh, on our own, uh, you know, we want that degree of, uh, of control. So I'm, I'm just sort of waiting, waiting for my turn, I, I guess. Oh. You know, the, you know, the, the girls are taking care of it so well that I just think, look, that's fine. You know, I'm I'm at work all day. I see him in the evening. You know, at the moment it's dark evenings because we're in March. Um, come the summer, obviously there'll be more scope to to go out late later on in the evening when it's absolutely. still
0: absolutely and yes. at the
1: weekend. So yeah, I'm 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 all for it. I'll I'll, I'll take it on board. Uh, when, when the time's right.
0: But tell me, so you've come in from a, you know, a busy day at work, and I think you're
1: cycling
0: now all the way there and back, which mm-hmm. is great. So you walk through the door, and how does Charlie make you feel?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely! What what a welcome!
0: <laughs> you know, it's extraordinary. <laughs> you
1: come bundling down the stairs or uh, running from the kitchen, um, and we uh, we sort of, we 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 have man hugs for about uh, <laughs> yeah. sort of over a couple of minutes, um, and he goes yeah he goes nuts. And it's terrific. It's yeah uh, you know, he's quiet as well. He's he's not barking. The, you know, the, barking the place down. So it's just that really lovely you know thrashing of the tail, which tells you, you know you you know you you are welcome. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's great. And that, it's a lovely thing. It really is.
0: Because that, you know, boosts you emotionally, you know, it lowers your blood pressure. So, there's all that aspect, you know, real nitty gritty science proved physiology that dogs do make us happy. You know, we smile more, dog yeah. owners do. And that,
1: until you look, look above his head, then you see the mess that's sort of, you know, out, out beyond and upstairs. <laughs> well,
0: that he, shredded <laughs> another loo roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That's it. Yeah. No, no, but absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it's proven, isn't it? That, that all animal pet, pets uh, are good for you. You know, you, you're, as you put it, your blood pressure, et cetera, and your and your, um, your well-being. So it is absolutely uh, apparent that, that it is.
0: So no regrets from you, Paul. No regrets. Might you now say, thinking the barking hour here, that maybe come on air and talk about it, that you're not a doubting Thomas anymore
1: no absolutely but but as as we've discussed that there and and the reason why we're talking now um as a as a family with a dog during lockdown is you've got to do it the right way um and uh, you know i I was in in the initial stages of all this you know my apprehension was even coming to you anna was that you would be see me coming as as a as, as oh no here we go again another family who think they can take on the life of a dog and not realize what they're going to you know going to be in for so so there was that aspect of it you know from the start and i was thinking you know it's it's like a children's mentality isn't it that you know they want a pet you know they're, they're desperate to have something that they can um almost kind of control um so you know that i had that in my in my mind uh but you know, the, the kind of um, antidote to that was knowing that we had, you know, you to call on. You know, I know that doesn't help your your listeners here because obviously we, we've got a working relationship going. But the fact that your listeners are here listening to me wittering on um, tell, tells, tells me that they're in the right place anyway, because they're, they're here to, to listen to you as well. And that, that was crucial. Absolutely no. crucial.
0: Well, no, it was great. I felt I I slipped off the radar with support for a while because Prudence happened to have a massive emergency surgery, which took me off the the radar bleep for a while. But, you know, I knew I felt confident that you'd all be fine because Maya, you've got a very good common sense approach and I think that's and you've raised two wonderful daughters and you've got yes. a feisty cat who knows his his boundaries too and you've bought all the paraphernalia child gates Kongs what else <laughs> long lines Connor and leads this and that and various books obviously that I recommend there's a garage
1: so... full of it already Anna
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yes yeah, so you know all, all good so tell me Maya how's he how's he enjoying his grub little Charlie. He uh, loves his food.
2: We, we had a bit of a wobble when uh, he was teething and uh, uh, just about five months he lost quite a lot of teeth uh, within like two days uh, and uh, then we was feeding him off spoon. And now he sometimes waits to see whether I'm going to feed him off spoon. Um, but he's, he's, he's just such a darling. It's like, um, you know, uh, he's been gaining on weight steadily Uh, from when we got him. Uh, He slowed down slightly over the last couple of weeks but it's about time for him to slow down. Um, So um, not not really fussy. Uh, We uh, feed him uh, raw, uh, as per your suggestion. And um, we found a local uh, pet shop supplier, Um, so we uh, get uh, his food weekly to make sure that he uh, gets all all the different uh, um, meats uh, in there. Uh, and uh, it's uh, yeah he's a happy content dog doesn't really have any issues uh, but it's like his his needs are met Uh, he's in loving home and he's not misunderstood so he doesn't have uh, issues to be uh, frustrated or uh, any other uh, vices that uh, they might get Um, occasionally out of boredom he, he might start chewing something that it's not supposed to chew and you keep thinking you need to watch them and uh, make sure that you've got something else for them to chew.
0: Exactly that's so perfect. Well, I can't wait to meet Charlie because obviously I haven't met him and um, no. it would be be lovely because he always reminds me because he's a black and white cocker spaniel. He always reminds me of Nixon's speech, the Checker's speech actually was all about his black and white cocker spaniel that he'd bought for his daughter that was named Checker's. Hmm. So, <laughs> Yeah, no, that's absolutely true, and I love cocker spaniels because Virginia Woolf had a cocker spaniels and Elizabeth Barrett Browning, so they they're, they're kind of literary as well as being great family members.
1: <laughs> what well, must I mean when, when you you know before the the, the days of, uh, of of Charlie, I, you know, whenever sort of you know thoughts of dogs. Entered my head for whatever reason that might be. Um, my my ideal dog was was the kind of mad looking ones that said so the big floppy ears, uh, sniffing everything out, um, and, you know, and, and running around a beach, chasing a ball, and that and that's that's <laughs> that's kind of was my sort of. That, yeah, exactly, and yeah. That, and that's it. It, it is him. <laughs> It is him.
0: He is your dog. Well, look, thank you so much for coming on air. And um, I really hope A Dog's life's listeners have really seen the positives that it's not all been doom in lockdown. And by choosing the right dog for your lifestyle, sourced from a really responsible, caring breeder, that didn't want to rip you off just wanted to find a good home for one of his puppies and he succeeded it's all wonderful and Maya I'm I'm thrilled you've got your new office dog because you're going to be more productive now at home because having a dog in the room just makes you more productive by lowering your stress levels (laughs) (laughs) thank you both very
1: much no problem, man. And keep keep the good work up. You're you're an you're an invaluable service um, to people like, like ourselves who, who was you know uh, hadn't had dogs before. So um, you know, well done, you.
0: Well, that's our show, Mr. Biggs. What did you think? Yes, I agree. I can't wait to meet Charlie in person either. And I hope you all enjoyed it. If you did please rate and review the show wherever you listen to your podcasts so other dog lovers can find us thanks to mike hansen and pod people productions for all the music and production as ever you can follow them at pod people uk for more about me i'm on at annaweb dogs or visit my new website annaweb.co.uk Well, you could book a training session or a nutrition consult, but maybe just have a little browse over some of my blogs. We'll be back in your feed next Sunday. So why don't you subscribe for free now so you'll never miss another show or you can catch up on some previous episodes that you might have missed. Bye for now.